everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 341. Yes, yes, indeed. You have suffered and slaved with us all year round, and we have promised you something good. And if you stuck around with us to the end of the year, we will bring it to you. This is episode 341, the 2017 Anime Jam Session Drunken Christmas Show. Hand applause, really? <laughs> well, I didn't have time to record live um, applause and edit out other people's names, you know, but... Got a guest chant going for us? Well, it's, it's either that, I could have threw in there, re recorded live in front of a... Re recorded live without a studio audience, you know, so... Next time, I'll see about getting us a, a live studio, but that's going to be way out of our budget. I mean, you could just... We just need live people clapping. Yeah, I was going to say... we got five people on here right now. <laughs> You've got enough people that are like, Wee! Round of applause! Woo! <laughs> All right. Go team! Woo! <laughs> well, Lynette, well, how about this? As per, um, for what Ari wants, let's move it up to here. No, no, no. No, that reminds no. me a little too much of like like the, the Spanish sportscasters that are like <laughs> for like an hour. Oh good lord, oh good lord. <laughs> oh man. Man, I got so we already derailed and show we haven't even gotten in through the first five minutes, so in case you have you haven't for, if you've forgotten, I'm DJ Ron Mess. Ooh. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. I'm Ichigo Gami. I'm Wild Spice. And joining us tonight, um, we have a special guest, part of the Vogue Network. I don't think he realizes what he's gotten himself into. But... Oh, he knows. Mm. <laughs> True. Oh, he knows. But he has Captain Morgan, so that kind of prep shit. He's aware. And Jesus fuck, who just belched? Me. <laughs> okay. All right. All I kind of right. had a feeling it was Ari. Good lord. <laughs> Perfect intro. Yeah. I was trying to time it so that I cracked open my uh my Coney Island hard orange cream. Oh. Ooh. You'll have to let good. us know how that one is. But the uh the bottle and the glass were too far away from the mic, so I couldn't really hear the pouring. Ah. Darn. It's okay. Joining us is I would have to say he is the hardest work hardest working in podcasting on the Vogue Network. They, these guys, they, they, they knock out three episodes a week. I think we could barely make it through one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hard work, man. I tell you. Definitely. We, yes, we have John from Critical Myth joining us tonight. <laughs> How's everyone doing? We're doing good. How about you, man? Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you, and I'm well on my way. <laughs> Which means how many shots in are you? Uh, three or four. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. I am quite okay with that. <laughs> we are live tonight, week of 
December 19, 2017, here on the VOG Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, but replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. You can also head on over to animejamsession.com slash VOG Network. There's information on some of the shows on the VOG Network, and there is an IRC link. If you have XChat, click it. It'll bring you into the chat room, and we're good. We are also on Discord, so follow us at vognetwork.com uh, slash Discord. You'll either join us from the browser, the, the chat client, whatever works, come join us. Uh, we have a full bazaar of food and booze, provided nobody ate it all, because the next refill is not coming around for another five minutes. And, um, and I believe check-ins are live, so go ahead and earn those VOG points. Um, if you're listening to us on the podcast feed, when you hear that passphrase, head on over to vognetwork.com, put in that phrase, and earn some VOG points. And I am actually going to double-check to make sure that it is live. Nope, I didn't even hit the button. There we go. We are now live. Earn those VOG Woo! points. Sorry about that. Mm. Ooh. And we see in our chat room tonight, uh, Ante Marquez says, send me food through the internet. Hey, uh, Wild Spice, you have, a bo- you have a couple packs of ramen to send him? I would love to send him some ramen. <laughs> All right. Yeah, make sure he gets the top, the, the good stuff, you know. No, forget the market. The top ramen? No, not. Ha, ha, ha. God damn it, Ichigo. Love you. At least that's one thing you do, you can actually cook without sending me to the hospital, Akane. Now it's Rama. <laughs> you know I actually burned your food on purpose, Rama. Of course you did. I'm sending food through the internet. I'm sure gifts. <laughs> I'm sure gifts don't come with Ooh. calories. Oh, oh that looks so yummy. Oh, good lord! What have what have you done, Marco? You what? gotta check I'm it. sending shit you might like. <laughs> Marco, is that a black joke? Maybe. <sighs> I will make sure to send you a nice pizza. But only for you. And some Actually, technically, if you want if you want to get really technical, it needs to be a pizza bagel. When pizza's on a bagel, I'll you make, can eat pizza. I'll <laughs> make sure there's extra That is deeply ingrained, okay? isn't it? Yes. <laughs> And honestly, Mark says, I wish I wasn't so broke right now. I killed for some Hardee's chicken. Now, up in the north, we're like, the fuck is Hardee's? Only because there are none around here, so. No, and that makes me sad. Eh, well, at least, hey, look, we're getting a Carl's Jr. right around the corner. I'm happy about that. Yeah, mine is an hour away, and that doesn't make me happy either. Hey, he follows up with a half a gallon of diabetes. Okay, Wilford Brimley. Mm, sweet tea. <laughs> All right. Hardee's and Carl's, the same thing. Oh, that's right. I, I totally forgot. So, close enough. Close enough. All right. Um, let's see. We're going to go ahead. We're going to start with, how was your week? How was your day? And, and I've kind of tweaked up the music, so get everybody more into the holiday spirit. So... Damn, that's right. We're only on weekend day. I need to go get booze. Well, <laughs> would you like for us to hold, pause the show while you get some booze? No. Everybody just has to hurry. All right. So get your booze <laughs> while we go to the list, you know. Oh, boy. 
really are are you ruining the game for everybody? <laughs> yes, I just hit you all with the whamageddon. <laughs> That's amazing. I got hit before, honey. You're a little late. I got hit the very first thing because we listen to the regular radio at work. Ah. <laughs> uh. See, Thankfully, I don't work at a job where they play the regular radio. Yeah, we can't play the radio. We have to, if we're listening to music, we have to have our headsets on. See, all I, do, all I do is I listen to remixes all day, which is fair enough. And I do have Spotify and Pandora going. So I can always see what's coming up so I can skip the track. <laughs> so everybody listening right now just got hit with the wham again at least once. Keyword <laughs> being once. Alright. That's actually not the uh, how was your week, how was your day music. I, I, I'm, I'm not that cruel. No, you just wanted to fuck with everybody. Basically. That's like but, the Rick Roll of Christmas music. Okay? Yeah, but yeah. now you're being cruel to me because I can't go get booze until we take a break. <laughs> and you're extending it. Well, you meaning were... I can't go get booze. Well, you were the one that knew ahead of time, so... Sorry? I didn't know ahead of time. Sorry? I brought a shot and a drink with me, and it's gone already. What would you do with the rest of us to bring the bottle to the studio? I... Because I'm not bringing a six-pack into my room. That's Why not? a bit much. There's the million-dollar <laughs> question. Why not? That's a bit much. <laughs> I got my six well, packs Monko. of uh, orange cream right next to me, so... Yeah, I was gonna say, Monko, you're not alone. I'm out of eggnog, too, so it's all good. So somebody just needs to get with the program. All right, how about this? We save you for last so you can go get your, your booze. Yes, there you go. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, you want booze, so go last and go get your booze. No, I will wait until the break, because I have to go get the booze, and then I have to drink the booze. <laughs> And I can't do my shot while I'm on the air because it's like breathing fire and nobody needs no, to do that. No, it's like drinking while you're at work. <laughs> That's the best part, though. No, I'm, I'm doing shots of absinthe. It's like Ooh. breathing fire. Oh, yeah, no, I love that. That's great. Licorice everything. Do yeah. all the things. No, it's disgusting. I drink it because it's a high alcohol content. And Give me fireball instead, please. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. And Rager says, why bring a six-pack when you can bring a few kegs? Uh, I don't drink beer. They're heavy. That and Rage, we're all out of college now, so we don't really do that anymore. No, fuck that shit. If I actually drank beer, I'd have a fucking keg. No, and yeah, a keg I, mean, I mean, I have friends that actually have really cool nerdy houses, and they have, like, drivers and wet bars, and they'll have kegs of microbrews underneath their, their table. See, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's a, it's a, the house that I was at was amazing. Yeah, the Airbnb I stayed at for like Wizard World over the summer, they had a um, they had their own like keg in there that they were like, oh, you can drink whatever you want. Okay. Oh, that this keg would have been empty by the time I. Mm -mm. This basement was awesome. It had like a whole figurine space that was also like an uh, an action figure slash figurine slash game room, and then it led into the bar area, and then it led into the <sighs> theater. Besides the bar. Ichigo, you sure you wasn't in my apartment? I... <laughs> no, this place was awesome. Okay. It was ballin'. It was All a right. really great, great basement. Gotcha, gotcha. Because my place is kind of sad anyway. So, anywho, Ari, how was your week? How was your day? 
Uh, well, let's see. Like this past Sunday, I oh, sorry Saturday night, I went to see the Last Jedi, which was it was pretty good. Oh. I don't. It, it had issues, but I don't really think it needs to be subject to the whole petition to remove it from Star Wars canon. That uh, mother look. Yeah, that's what people Fuck are it. trying to. I'm for. gonna. Well, have we all seen episode eight? Yes, sir. No. I'm not gonna say anything then. I already spoiled it for myself anyway. I read the Wikipedia article last night, and I was like, "Damn it!" Yeah, I read everything right. anyway, but it's still too early to be talking about no, it. No, I'm just gonna say mm-hmm. this. I agree. This is what you call the change of the guards, and if you're so butthurt over it, sit down, shut the fuck up, and get the fuck out of my fandom. Simple as that. It may Anyhow, not be my, it may not be oh. my fandom, but the majority agrees. So. Anyway, um, let's see. Also, like, uh, Clash of Champions was Sunday night, and I saw, and it was a lackluster pay-per-view, so I, you know, I was just kind of there watching it. I don't really remember too much what happened, because, you know, there wasn't a whole lot to uh, write home about. We have the Royal Rumble to look forward to next anyway, so. Uh, Let's see. Um... Are we going to be talking about Christmas gifts later? Later. Yeah, I have a good, really good story about that. So, because I just I got an early Christmas gift this year, and I wanted to uh, save it for that because it was pretty awesome. Gotcha. But other than that, you know, it's just uh, get it like getting overtime when I can get it. I went I went out to the store and got the uh, <clears throat> there was a you know. A free points promotion at Boscov's for my Boscov's card, so I went and got an end table, which I needed. $70 marked down from 200 Not bad. I have to put it together myself, but, you know, no big deal. Also, the the hard orange cream ale, really good. Well, that's good. I know a lot that's of people enough. don't, like my friends anyway, don't usually go for the hard sodas. But, you know, they, they're kind of, I know some of them are pretty hit, hit or miss, but uh, I really like this one. Well, that's good. So, that's how shit's been going for me. Okay. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Booze. No, that that basically explains my week. Uh, I work in a doctor's office. One of the doctors called out last Monday and has not been back since. That's one way to quit. No, he just, he injured himself, and uh, he was told, uh, he went to the emergency room last Monday, and then went to his regular doctor, and his regular doctor said, oh no, you need another week off. So we've had to reschedule about 35 patients every day. So it's been very, very stressful, and booze. Have you been drinking it from, straight from the bottle with a crazy straw? Um, if I had a big enough bottle and a crazy straw, yes. <laughs> so instead, I've been doing shots of absinthe and drinking whatever booze I have in my fridge. That reminds me, my uh, Think Geek package also came. That's good. D twenty mm-hmm. waffle maker, D twenty lights, and a pro- and a you know toy uh, Zelda one sword that actually makes sword noises when you swing it. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah, so it doesn't say, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I wasn't able to go see Star Wars because the day that I had chosen to go, we got, you know, a freak yeah. snowstorm. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, wait, 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 hold it, hold it, hold it. I, I, got, I gotta pause it for one second. I, I really hate to do this, but... No, you don't. No, really. Mako-chan, you're gonna have a sad right now. Oh, what? No. Voice actor Tamiya Oki passes away at 89. No! He was the chief from Ghost in the Shell. Mm. Oh no! So did Heaven North. The, uh, the gentleman. Yes. All right. It's a good thing right. we have drinks here. Okay, we should all do it. I think, right? Okay, we'll do it after the break. We'll have a drink for the major. Okay, I mean for the chief. Sounds Section good. Chief. Okay. Yeah. Went out for Daphne while you're there too. Oh yeah, I read about that, but it ain't Velma. So who? Why do I care? So. <gasps> what? I have my priorities in check. So, Wild Spice, how was your week? How was your day? My weekend day was pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think. I got my gift from the Reddit gift exchange. I participated this time, this year for the I first time. I saw your video. Yeah, I got um, I got the What Do You Meme game, the Cyanide and Happiness card game, and a Deadpool Funko Pop. I know, uh, Mako-chan, Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I kind of like Deadpool. <laughs> um, other than that, over the weekend, um, I went to, um, Kung Kung had their, their annual Christmas photo shoot at Peddler's Village. So I went to that and I shot a little bit, hung out and then came home and that was about it. It was freezing. So I don't know how some of the people were there in their costumes because it was freezing. <laughs> There was a really large group cosplaying from Ruby, and a lot of those girls in the group were kind of wearing, like, skimpier outfits. So I'm like, how are you not freezing? Number, number one, Ruby is trash. Number two, <laughs> Ruby is downright trash. Number three, Ruby is shit animation. Number four, Ruby is good for cosplaying, but other than that, animation is trash. And I have a friend who I did a photo shoot with last month, and it was cold out. She said she will suffer for her cosplays. I'm like... I'm like, if you ever come knocking on my door for a photo shoot and it's like 20 degrees, so help me God, my foot's going to be in your ass. I ain't doing it. Yeah, my friend and I who came with, we were having that conversation about like, cosplay, dress for your weather so you're not freezing your ass off. Mm -hmm. Or, at least <laughs> or wear... you're sweating your balls off. So. <laughs> if you're going to do it, at least wear three pairs of tights or some shit like that. You know? I did. So I did casual Maki and I wore my fleece tights underneath my um, dancer's tights. So I had two pairs of tights on. It was still cold. Uh, yeah, I, I, I believe that. <sighs> so anywho, um, Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Well, fine, thanks. No, I'm kidding. Um, well, it was it was pretty good. Um, I ended up being kind of busy last week. Um, I currently have my cup floweth over with apple cider and moonshine. But um, currently, this past weekend, I participated in both a, an anime con that I didn't know was happening, <laughs> and then a Lolita gathering, uh, because that's what I do. So um, during the week, it was pretty much work and work and work and slave. And then on Saturday, there's actually a small convention that popped up in my downtown. Now, if you guys don't know my downtown, it's a very historical downtown. So it's like battlefields and, and older buildings and things like that. And it's got a Korean cafe called Jarani. And 
I don't know what happened, but they've apparently held this convention at this cafe twice now. This was the second time it was running. Um, and I wore my Sarah Miu Jupiter, which is like the most Christmassy costume I have because it's so shiny. Um, and so I ended up placing first place, but I know a lot of that was because I was the only person I, who made their costume and I was the more ornate one. But it was really cool to see all the people out there in Star Wars costumes. Um, and it was really neat because I got to meet a lot of independent authors and artists and things like that that actually live nearby. So I got to make artsy fartsy friends and that was super cool. And then the next day, I got to go out and have some snackies with my Lolita friends about an hour away from me. Um, we went into a little area of like a Koreatown section where we all had food together. And I got to have my customer try on her wool jacket. And I think she about cried. And that made me just about cry because whenever I make something for someone, it always makes me feel really, really good. Right in my little deathly heart. Um, when people are really excited about their commissions with me. So it was really nice to see the smile on her face and get to do the final trial before I needed to put buttons and stuff on. And then she made some final decisions. So doing all that editing now, which is super awesome. It's a big wool coat to keep her nice and warm for the rest of the season. And then um, just enjoyed some ramen with friends, dressing up and having a lot of fun. So it's been kind of cool. Then this week, it's been really hard going, getting my new job um, kind of done. It's 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 very interesting um, with this new job. I've never had an instance where I've worked with a family where they've been kind of receptive. Um, it's a small independent business that's never had employees before. So it's been kind of weird as far as how flexible my schedule has been. Um, and how uh, easy it is to kind of work with them. The only downside is because they've never had employees, I don't get a set schedule. So it's like, hey, am I needed? No? Okay, I'm going to take today off. (laughs) Mm. But other than that, it's been really, really awesome. I've been learning a lot of new skills, and that's all you can really ask. Um, Other than that, it's been pretty awesome otherwise. Um, Yeah, and so my holidays are looking like cookie baking, finishing up the jacket, and just having a good weekend. That's good. All right. So, John, how was your week? How was your day? What you been up to? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, oh, what have we done the last uh, week or so? Uh, actually, over at Critical Myth, we uh, recorded our uh, big show on The Last Jedi. <laughs> Just to wrap that topic mm. up a little bit. Put a uh, review up over on vognetwork.com. Check it out. And, uh, yeah, uh, basically wrapped up our recording for the year. Uh, we're going to be taking off uh, for our holiday break. And then other than that, I've been off from work since Friday. Lucky Actually, you. since going to go see The Last Jedi. So, yeah, I kind of saved up that uh, paid time off. Much deserved. So, yes, um, basically been relaxing, getting some of that gaming backlog taken care of, and, uh, yeah, and, and binging a few shows <laughs> that I haven't been able to see. I'm prepping for Christmas. Oh, don't get me started on that. Oh. <laughs> All right. But that is about it, yeah. Awesome. All right. So my weekend day has been interesting. I actually went out, caught up with a friend I haven't seen in a while. So we went to a party over the weekend, hung out, have a good time. Still waiting on the rest of my gifts to appear that I bought. And Friday, I went over to Urgent Care for Dentistry. And that was fun within itself. 
I've had teeth, I've had dental work done before, but this time it was getting really bad. So I went over, told them what was going on, they did the check. So they said, you need to have an extraction done. All right, fine. Since I had to go over to urgent care and my insurance doesn't cover that, I mean, the thing is, they don't take my insurance there, so I pretty much had to pay out of pocket, but get reimbursed for it. So it's not so bad. But it took three student dentists, two teaching dentists, and an oral surgeon to pull my tooth. So on a scale of one to ten, how right proper fucked were you? Not really, because they loaded my ass up with Novocaine. So you didn't feel it until like a day and a half later? Actually, I wasn't really feeling it at all. I kind of felt when they were trying to pull it out, it's like the tooth rubbing up against the other, the pressure, I was feeling that. After that, it, it throbbed for a bit, but that's kind of gone, so... I'm still healing up from it, so it's not so bad. It says it's gonna take about a couple of weeks before, um, before it's fully healed. So I'm 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 okay with that. Other than that, um, I sent out all of my Christmas cards except for about ten because those are going with presents. So those will be going out in the next few days, hopefully. And that reminds you, might mine might not come until like. A day or so after Christmas. That's fine. Same thing with yours, my friend. Same thing. I okay. can't ship yours, so you're getting yours the next time I see you. That's fine. I'm talking to Ari. Oh. Oh. Reminds me, did you get mine? Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah, I told you I got it. All right, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> and I think when I send Mako, I'm going to have a special request of somebody filming her opening the gift. Oh God! Facebook Live it. <laughs> no, we we tried that once. It didn't work. Not going there again. Yeah. So that's basically has been my weekend day, and um, I just want to let y'all know um, this is our last show of the year, but we will be back January sixteenth. Um, we're taking four weeks off because we all, we all need it. We we this is well deserved. Plus, I need an extra time to get all to get the backlog completed. Um, when we come back, we'll cover stuff that that you needed to know in the last four weeks, and then we'll get right back on the bandwagon and so forth. And um, that's basically is it. So we're gonna go ahead and take our first break, and when we get back. We're going to talk about holiday stuff. We're going to do a bit of a change-up. But we still will be doing uh, Strange News from Japan because I think Mako-chan is trying to fuck with us hardcore this time. What? I didn't do anything. Why you always lying? I did nothing. <laughs> I did nothing. You do it's lying. not my fault that, you know, things get weird. You do, uh, you do realize nobody on nobody in, on this in this show believes you, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, our first break will be a little bit of an extended one, so this will give everybody ample time to refill their mugs. Booze! Hooray! Indeed. Hooray! <laughs> <Hooray> beer! <laughs> All right, so um, we'll be back.
プレゼントもらうための靴下。ちゃんと用意した。欲張って大きいパパの靴下ぶら下げてるんじゃないの私私は普通よ。お気に入りの可愛い靴下。願い事はパパみたいに優しくて素敵な人に巡り合いますように。
now that we got that out the way, um, before we continue, like I said, I had to quickly interrupt our weekend day for some news that was kind of shocking. And I said, when we get back from our break, we're going to go ahead and have a toast. And we'll do the toast right after. And if you're wondering what happened, you missed the first part. Um, sad news coming out of ANN. Uh, voice actor Tamiya Oki passes away at age 89. It is said it's an unspecified illness he was being treated for, and I guess he succumbed to that. Um, he has done some known roles. You may know him as Tom Petty from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, Ken Go from Eureka 7. Uh, the narrator in Innocentis 7 from the Hero Legend of Arslan. Uh, Nenji Kashiwazaki from the Ronnie Kenshin New Kyoto arc. But he is definitely known for three prominent roles. Professor X in the X-Men in the X-Men Japanese dub. Emperor Palpatine and the Japanese dub of Star Wars Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. And most definitely known for Chief Aramaki and Ghost in the Show 1 and 2 films. So I say before we continue talking about uh, our holiday spectacular, we we take up our, our glasses, our cups, and our mugs, and we have a toast. To the chief. May his spirit pass over. May he enjoy the afterlife. And all that good stuff. To Chief Aramaki. Here, here. Cheers. Oh, perfect. Oh. Alright, so normally we tend to talk about articles for this week. And we may mix in like our best stories from this year. But... That was a little bit too rigid, so that and one note fucked up, so we're doing things a little different. It's going to be a little more free-flowing, so we're going to just talk about holiday things, more or less. We're not going to think talk about 2017, but from a different perspective. So we're going to go around the room quickly and talk and discuss our 2017 anime, our 2017 game. A quick con horror story. Holiday horror stories. It could be friends, family, whatever. If you have to change your names to protect the stupid, be my guest. Uh, I don't need people emailing the podcast screaming that we use their real names. But if you were that stupid, then I guess you deserve to be dragged. I don't know. <laughs> uh, best and worst Christmas gift. And if you have any cool childhood memories you want to talk about or whatever, be my guest. And we'll have, probably have time for a little Festivus thing or our airing of grievances within taste. Because I don't need to end the show with motherfuckers mad at each other. Don't we always end the show with motherfuckers mad at each other? Actually, not in the last seven months. I seem to remember otherwise, but okay. Mm. Well, but you're... then again, this is me and you. And I'm always mad at you. Well, that, that's, that's why I, I said the last seven months. And we also brought back the Skype line. And it's pretty much ask us anything. And depending on what you ask, you might just get a legitimate answer. Most of the time, not. Basically. <laughs> so, we're going to go around the room real quick. And we're going to toss out there our 2017 anime. Um, Ari, what was your 2017 anime? Um, shit. Um, honestly, like, without, like, having any, like, real cable, I, uh, didn't catch up on a whole lot of anime. 
True. But um, I'm not, I don't really think it counts. But I got really into uh, the Castlevania animated series. Ooh. Which you know sucks though. It was only uh you know four episodes long. But hey, like a new season got pretty much greenlit greenlit almost immediately. So plus you know. Castlevania 3 is one of my favorite, you know, Castlevania games. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to see that adapted. The only problem is, you know, no Grant the Nasty yet, but, you know, gotta take what you can get. Okay. Marco, what's your 2017 anime, if you have one? Um, I've got shit I watched in 2017 that is not necessarily 2017 anime. So, um, let's see. I just finished with uh, Magus Bride, uh, which manga is really, really good, and I'm going to start watching the anime. Uh, let's see. Earth High Defense Club, love, love. Oh, God. And then I have yet to watch the. OAV, um, so I need to watch that. Um, basically, I'm behind. Like, I haven't even watched the last season of Ultron. I'm still working on that. Yeah, I'm. I'm usually not that bad with stuff that's actually, you know, coming out. Things like that. Uh, I don't know. I've basically been catching up on a lot of manga that I have basically not been watching or reading so i restarted black butler and i restarted food wars and what else yeah yeah i'm just basically catching up with crap Mm. it's boring okay fair enough oh wild spice What's your 2017 anime? And I probably have a feeling I know what it is. <laughs> and you're probably right. <laughs> Does it have a character named you? Yo! Get out of here with that trash! <laughs> yeah, for me, it was it was totally Love Live Sunshine. Also, I watched um, Idol Master Cinderella Girls, and I descended into Idol Hell. So there you go. <laughs> but definitely Love Live Sunshine. I love that show. <laughs> love it so much. I'm excited for 2018 though because we're getting new card capture Sakura. So I'm really excited yes, about that. I cannot so excited. That comes out. And we're getting new Full Metal Panic. I am so excited. <laughs> I need to get the first three seasons on on Blu-ray. Oh my god, you have to. That that's my that's my favorite anime, hands down. I love Full Metal Panic. <laughs> yeah, I'm also excited about the uh, additional Yu Yu Hakusho shit that's going to be on the Blu-ray. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, I can get with that. It's like all these old school animes are making a comeback, and, and I'm just like, so, uh, where's Ron Moab? I mean, really? I mean, come on. I mean, you can do that. 
kind of have to have that. And I'm just playing well, this. I, I know she is finishing up with a series. Renee is, is on completion. Yeah, so maybe she'll look back and go, hey, let's actually finish this bitch. I, I promise you, if that's announced, you, you, you are going to find me in my apartment just crying tears of joy. You, you, you don't know. If that's announced, I ain't going to find you because you're going to be running around like a fucking, you know, chicken without a head. And my Facebook page, everything's just going to reflect that, okay? It's just going to be nothing but red, black, and Ranma. Yes. Weed trash! You goddamn right. I you goddamn right. And this is for Wild Spice because she mentioned Full Metal Panic, you know. You know, I have to say, I don't think I have ever sat and watched Full Metal Panic. Yes. Yeah, it's super cute. It's super cute. Yeah, I know for a lot of people that have watched it, like, it's hard for them to get into because they're like, oh, it's a mecha anime. And I'm like, yeah, but it's funny. And it also has its moments where it's serious, but it's really good. And then you get the Fumofu. (laughs) Oh, Fumofu. Yeah, well, Mecca doesn't bother me. Mm. Um, I I enjoy Mecca. It's just I've never sat down to watch it. It's it's worth a watch. And just like I even read the novels, like because most of the anime is based off the novels, so it's really exciting that they decided to go back and animate the rest of the novels to finish it off. So, yay! Yeah, every time I go to sit down and watch something, I go, "What do I want to watch?" Okay, I'm gonna watch something I've already seen. And I get distracted by something else also. Well, I went to go and look up new anime to watch and then, you know, figure out what was going to go on. And then I sat down and ended up watching Fruits Basket again. And then went, hmm, what else can I go watch? So I'm in the middle of Fruits Basket and I'm in the middle of Steven Universe and I'm in the middle of uh, One Punch Man. And there's another one that I'm in the middle of. I, I got to, like, episode six and got ADD and started watching you something have, now. You, you're just like Rob from OLR. You have anime ADD. Oh, no. I just have, you know, media ADD. Mm. I'm in the middle of two or three different books, two or three different manga, two or three different um, fan fictions. I'm in the middle of four or five different anime I haven't even started on new seasons of crap. I just get to a point and go, okay, what's next? Fair enough. Okay, Ichigo, what would be your 2017 uh, anime? Hmm, that's a hard choice. I've watched quite a few. I mean, we all kind of catch up with the modern stories in our own time. I would have to say my top choices for 2017 are probably uh, Silver Spoon, which I think was released in early 2017 or 2016 even, Um, uh, Food Wars, The Third Plate, and um, ones that I'm looking forward to for 2018 or getting ready to watch the first few episodes of are The Ancient Magus' Bride, Black Clover, and Recovery of an MMO Junkie. I want to check out Recovery that of the like MMO Junkie. That sounds like, you know, people who got out of uh, World of Warcraft. And that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be kind of a, a joke on that. 
So I'm I'm excited um, because I I remember gaming as a kid, um, but also Black Clover and then also Zodiac Killers. I've heard that that one's pretty good too. But again, I'm also into horror and stuff, and I know not a lot of people are. You don't say, Beatrice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. What would be your 2017 anime? Well, let's see. I know that some people may forget that it even came out, but being a huge Attack on Titan fan, the second season of that coming out over the summer was a big deal. Uh, it's too short, though. Too short. Mm, I, yeah, I've, I, I'm actually going to sit down and actually marathon that one. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. And uh, while uh, I did, this was the year that also, thanks to you guys, uh, got acquainted with Food Wars. Love that show. Um but this was also the year where I finally kind of got my head around uh, getting started on Full Metal Alchemist. Um, not really too far into uh, Brotherhood as far as the anime goes, but I've been binging the, the manga like crazy over the last uh, couple months. And uh, I'm, I'm still dedicated to getting that finished before the end of the year. And it's been uh, quite a ride. Really enjoying it. Yeah, I, I liked when it came out. They actually timed the anime and the manga to end at the same time. Ooh, I didn't know that. You don't usually hear that. Yeah, no. The the, the whole thing um, is that the creator for Full Metal Alchemist um, only had a couple of chapters. So when they went to her and said, hey, you know, we really want to make an anime, she's like, well, here, here's the basis, and then do what you want to do. Which is why the original anime and Brotherhood are so different after, like, the first three episodes. Mm -hmm. Is because there was, you know, nothing written and she gave, you know, just said, hey, here, take what and do what you want. And then ended up regretting that horribly. <laughs> really? That part I didn't know. Oh, yeah. She, she basically, the way that they ended up going, she wishes that um, it never would have uh, gone off, that uh, the permission would never have actually taken place. Um, just the the differences of them, um, how the original anime just it, it differs so greatly from the manga. It, there was a lot of disappointment mm. and uh, a lot of regret over allowing it to happen. Well, which is why, which is why, when the second anime was done. Um, it was kept so close to the manga. Yeah, I was going to say, at least she had a second opportunity to kind of get that together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, my 2017 anime would have to be JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4 Diamond is Unbreakable. I mean, of course. I mean, I just like the 90s vibe to it, and it has been a long time since I was really hyped to cosplay a character from a series. I mean, also you completely blew my mind when you sh you showed me the ending theme and it was walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> I, you're welcome. But um, I mean, it's far a few where I would watch an anime and be like, hey, I need a cosplay from that series because I would like it, you know. But um, this was one of the few times where I'm like, I really wanted to watch this show. I mean, cosplay uh, Jotaro. And my friend Melanie 
she did an amazing Jotaro Kujo part four. I'm talking so amazing where I said she could be my cosplay waifu. She is part of the reason I am motivated to cosplay this character because I love her Jotaro. There, I'm sorry, there is nobody else out there that can top hers. That may be me being biased as fuck, but if you've known me long enough, it has been a very long time. I've actually gone that level on somebody cosplaying a particular character. You know how nitpicky I can be. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a character from my fandom. I mean, we can go way, way back. If you cosplay something from my fandom and it's wrong, oh, y- y- you'll know. You will <laughs> definitely know. We'll never hear the end of it. Basically. Yeah, I'm disappointed that I can't get past the um, actual animation style because I've heard nothing but good about the series itself. I just, I can't get past the animation style. Well, the way JoJo is is put in the anime, I mean, you can watch any of the parts and kind of figure out what you missed, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I've read the wiki and I'm looking forward to actually seeing the movie. It's just the animation style grates on my nerves. <laughs> I'm so not into that type of animation and like I sat down and I watched two or three episodes and I enjoyed the plots, but I could not get past the animation. It is a hard animation to get into. I mean, I I enjoyed like GTO with like the ultimate realism, but I know that that's jarring for a lot of people. So I can definitely understand. It's it's a good series, but yeah, it is a hard a hard series to get into. Fair enough. All right, so. Uh, let's take a quick look at our chat room at live.bugnetwork.com. If you're listening live, come by a chat room. We're having a good time. There's a full buffet. We got some booze flowing, you know. Make sure you tip your bartender. But um, right now, everyone's talking about uh, Earthchon. It seems a couple weeks ago, someone had an idea of, of all the planets were schoolgirls and Earth was flat-chested. And evidently, Jupiter-chan is thick and well-endowed. Yes, and motherly is. type. Mm-hmm. And Venus, they made Mercury the uh, hot-headed type. Yeah, and, and Mars was the like super nerdy one. And Venus has a tan and short hair. The, it, it was an elaborate, you know, middle finger to uh, flat earthers. Mm-hmm. Because the joke was like, was that Earth Chan was a uh, modestly endowed and. And people make fun of her, and she'll just scream out, "I'm not flat." <laughs> Granted, the people who needed to hear that the most wouldn't get the joke, but it, the like the internet at large just pretty much took it and ran with it. So, what can you do? True that. Now we're going to talk about um, our 2017 games. You know that one game we could not put down for our, for the majority of the year. Ari, what would be your 2017? Destiny 2. I was going to say MLB The Show. Well, yeah, there's that. There's a couple of them, but uh, yeah, MLB The Show, I took my my character took my uh, Philadelphia Phillies to the World Series and won. (laughs) Uh, You know, Destiny 2, you know, I got back into that after 
after you know you know you know falling like falling out of destiny for a little while and uh, even recently with street fighter 5 i got caught up on all the uh you know, the season passes when i got all the new all the season two characters season one and season two characters and you know with the with the trailer that just got dropped you know highlighting season three characters i'm just looking looking uh forward to see the getting to uh, getting further into it in the new year hopefully i can acquire an actual fighting you know arcade stick mm -hmm. because you just can't play fighting games you can't play fighting games on a uh, controller it's just awkward as fuck all perhaps so but i will say this from the latest reveal i do want to cosplay cody that i like everyone else in the fandom had my theories about what happened mm. one like the most prominent ones being that Cody, you know, got released from jail and cleaned up his act, or he got elected mayor of Metro City. Possibly, because you know he's not in his prison jumpsuit anymore. He's in you know actual you know tailored clothing and whatnot. Mm -hmm. and I like that. So, Marco Chan, what will be your 2017 game? And I probably know what it is. Um, well, like, I've basically been playing a lot of games, mm -hmm. um, but I've been playing a crap ton on my phone. Oh. Um, like the, I, I have a couple of games on my phone that I just play constantly. Mm. Uh, I, just having gotten the Xbox One. And uh, playing South Park and stuff like that. But the ones that I've been playing every day, uh, I, I have to say Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Of course. And Pokemon Go. And then there's uh, Castle Cats. What's Castle Cats? <laughs> Castle Cats is... Uh, basically, it's uh, like kind of a... <laughs> uh, a time waster, but it, it, it's it's kind of collecting cats, but also battling them. So there's a plot and everything like that. But all mm. of the cats that you collect and uh, get to play in the game are geek cats. So like right now they're doing their Christmas special. So there's a Santa cat. And a Mrs. Claus cat. Uh, but in this, there's uh, a cat called Bunny that is uh, based off of Sailor Moon. There's a cat called Kenshin that's based off of Kenshin. Uh, there's a cat called uh, Clea, who is basically Princess Leia. There's a cat called Scarlet, who is basically red from Pokemon. And actually has a little tweeting bird that follows him. Uh, but there are a lot of like different geek-themed cats uh, that you can collect and purchase and all of that. But uh, basically, it's, it's a time waster. Um, you can put up ten cats to battle, and it takes like three hours. And then you can't do anything while those cats are battling. So you go off and do something else. But it's fun. Like, there's one, it's called Bill, and it's based off of It 
As in the killer clown? Yes, it's a cat that's dressed like a clown and it has a whole shit ton of balloons. So I, it's 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 a lot of various geek type things. Uh, some of them are based off of Game of Thrones. Some of them are based off of 300. Um, there's a cat called Thor. So it, it's if you're looking for something kind of cutesy to play that has weird themes, um, that's it. It's it's adorable and it's geeky. Ichigo, your 2017 game. Well, you know, honestly, I don't think that people know I'm kind of a geeky gamer, and I do enjoy playing a lot of indie games. Um, and, uh, you know, the bigger games. Um, I did play through Cuphead, though I didn't really enjoy the gameplay. I also played Bendy and the Ink Machine, and I didn't really enjoy that gameplay either. Um, the games that I actually really did enjoy were an independent game called Unforgiving, which a demo was released earlier this year that was all about folklore and horror and mythological creatures. And then I'd say my top game for 2017 is Friday the 13th. Who doesn't love some Halloween oh, and I Michael Myers and death yeah. and different ways of dismemberment? So... <laughs> it was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed playing on the servers um, with complete strangers and I loved the fact that they kept changing and updating the gameplay and there were a lot of different like DLCs and things like that that were made it a lot more fun um, but again horror fan over here so <laughs> okay Wild Spice your 2017 game hmm Probably Idol Master Cinderella Girl Starlight Stage. Get out! <laughs> I'll be damned if you talk about the idol trash on my show. Bad oh, idol boy. trash at that. Let me, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> I told you I've descended into idol hell. So. You know, it, it, it's kind of sad. We have Idol Master that kind of started the idol genre. And it actually kept the Xbox 360 relevant in Japan. And then here comes Love Live that just kickstarted the idol anime. Up. It's a high point. It's like we've been struggling. And then here, here come the noobs. Like, don't worry, we got this shit. And you're just like, ain't that a bitch? You know? Yeah, so that. And then um, I play the Love Live Sunshine one too, but that's really. All I've been playing. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't have any consoles except the PS2, so I'm not. I haven't been playing anything else. The Damn. X the Xbox One, PS4s were two hundred bucks during Black Friday. It's called I'm broken, live paycheck to paycheck, so I can't afford that right now. Well, so do I. I What's your feeling. excuse? Yeah, I, I went and got a Target card specifically to be able to get one. Yeah. I'm not in the financial situation to have those at the moment. Maybe in the future I'll get one, but other than that, the only thing I was playing uh, was Pokemon Sun on the DS, but Sun was last year. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing Pokemon Moon, and I just got the uh, the new version of Sun, so I've slowly been playing that. Mm, okay. Um, John, what's your 2017 game? 
Hmm, it's funny you guys were just talking about the Pokemon, and oh, it was last year's game when I'm playing Alpha Sapphire right now because I never got to it before. Hey, no yes. Yeah. See, I love Alpha Sapphire. I had a, I had it on a memory card, but I lost a memory card, so I'll have to get it again eventually. But that's my favorite game in the series. I'm definitely enjoying it. Uh, I'm also playing right now, uh, I'm not too far into it, but Assassin's Creed Origins, which everyone knows I'm a huge fan of that <laughs> franchise, so I'm glad that it made a great return. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was also one of those people that actually enjoyed Mass Effect Andromeda, and that was my game for a good part of the spring and summer, and uh, I, I just really love those sprawling games where you can just kind of live in the universe for a while and and uh, kind of bury yourself in it as needed. And uh, yeah, I think I got about 97% completion on that by the time I was said and done. So yeah, that and a few of those uh, Telltale games that uh, kind of sprinkle throughout the year. But yeah, for the most part, I am just trying, I'm uh, enjoying some of these uh, big open world games this year. My 2017 game would have to be uh, Metroid Samus Returns. Because oh, that's a good one. It's far and few where you... See, I carry my 3DS around, and if I have a new game, I'll sit there and I'll play it on the train or whatever, but there was only one other game that came close to my 2017 pick, and it was River City Ransom Tokyo Rumble. But... Metroid, yeah, that brought me back to when I was a kid playing the original Metroid 2, and I'm just enjoying the living hell out of the goddamn game. So that's my pick. Right? So now we're going to go into horror stories, either convention horror stories or holiday horror stories. Things if you have seen that you will not fucking believe. So if anybody wants to take a crack at this, go right ahead. Don't everyone scream at once. Mm. Besides the clusterfuck that was anime next, nothing. Yeah, I suppose. And then I don't really have that much in ways of holiday horror stories, except for that one time I think my grandparents went out and my uncle was at home and stole everything and told everybody that my grandparents were dead or something like that. Oh, the things you do when you're high on crack cocaine. Wow. Hold on, what? What? I'm sorry, you said high on crack. Like, I, uh, I walked back into something weird, didn't I? No. Um, one holiday, I think, this was years ago, at least maybe 10, 15 years ago, um, I think this happened while I was still in the in the Marines. Um, grandparents went out for for the holidays. My uncle gets in the house, steals and pawns everything, and then tells everybody my grandparents were killed. Oh. And like I said, the things that the things you say and do when you're high on crack cocaine. The fuck, man. Yeah, I know. Some real crazy outlandish shit. Like, it's like I said, when you hear about crazy shit that happened in black people's families, I could probably validate at least 80 to 90% of those stories. Huh. Alright, so, nobody has a story? 
Wait, what kind of story? I said convention or horror. Um, no, not really. Okay, so we'll move on. Um, best Christmas and worst Christmas gift. All right. I already know your worst. Oh yeah, I think I've told that it's my favorite. I was there for that one. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Does anybody else have a best or worst Christmas gift story? Um, I do. Go for it. While you do that, I'm going to have to go. Uh. Go to the other bar. Be right back. <clears throat> well, anyway, like it, the setup for it, this comes last year. My uh, friend said he had he had ordered me something, you know, online. It was like I think it was some kind of like Pokemon like related cell phone charger or something like that. But he ended up. But what happened was uh, the order was a uh, months and months delayed, and after a while, the the company who made it just fucking disintegrated. You know, there was a, like, they just fucking disappeared from wherever. So, like, so, like, the other night before we were going to see The Last Jedi, like, we decided we go out to dinner, we go out to get something to eat, and, uh, he, he tells me about, it, you know, what happened with the last year's gift, and he felt bad about it, and he, he said, here, I want you to open this before, uh, you know, we go see the movie. And I open it up, and what do I pull out but a SNES Classic. Nice. I'm like, Ooh. oh shit. Now, I hate when people, you know, tell me about a, you know, how much things cost, especially if they get something for me. But I'm like, like, dude, like, like, awesome, because I know that that uh, the prices for these things tend to be driven upward because uh, Nintendo doesn't like to uh, make mass quantities of shit. But yeah, after we. Uh, Ate dinner. We, you know, headed back to my place to, you know, kill some time before the movie, and we were just playing uh, old SNES stuff, and it was awesome. And, it, and uh, I, have, I haven't played Star Fox Two yet, but I did manage to like blow through like, like one game of like one round of a, the original Star Fox in like a half hour or so. So a lot of fun. Interesting. Okay. And it, like the worst one was uh, a couple of years ago when I was still living in Cherry Hill with my my parents in the, their apartment. Like I had work in the morning on uh, Christmas, but so like a little after midnight, my mom just pulls me out of my room and says, "Here, open up your presents because uh, you know the re- my sister and her family were were going to come over later that day, and they didn't want to wait. They don't want to you know wait for me, so just." I was like rushed off and done this, then I shit on the side, like it didn't even matter or some shit like that. Mm. So yeah, quite a bit of a contrast. Gotcha. Anybody else? Um, I guess my worst gift was um, my ex-husband. His grandmother gave me a sweater that my ex-mother-in-law had given her for Christmas. Oh! <laughs> oh. You've been re-gifted. God damn. Yeah, um, apparently she's notorious for re-gifting things, but I'm like, okay. And it obviously was a sweater meant for a older woman. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, 
I guess best gift was when I got my first DSLR camera from my dad because that got me going with photography. And now I do a bunch of photography. So yay. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I have a positive gift story. Go for it. So when I was younger and I was getting ready to learn musical instruments, um, I've done, I've played both the viola and the piano. This was when I was first learning piano. My parents decided to do a treasure hunt style um, gift giving for the, the electronic piano I received that year. So I had to go kind of around the house looking in different places. And it was kind of cool to have like this treasure hunt and then have the big gift at the end. Um, I want to say it's like one of the biggest effort gifts that I've ever received. And it was really, really cool because then I got to learn. Um, I took lessons after that to play the piano. So it was really, really neat. Okay. All right. So I think I have a pretty good uh, good gift story when I was a kid. And I'm about to most likely date myself. Um, this is during the age of when... Nintendo was popular. I was like the last kid to get one, you know, so pretty much when Nintendo came about, I, I was always hanging out at friend's house playing Nintendo. Besides homework, I was playing video. That's that's what I did, you know, from September until December. So, you know, you know, growing up poor, you know, you wasn't expecting something like that. I expected that year to just get socks and a sweater and clothes and Maybe an electronic toy or something like that. I don't know. I, I, I really didn't know. But one day, I, 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 come, I come home from school and I go into the, into the back room, you know, where I always put my, my book bag and all that so I can do homework or whatever. And I see right there on the bed the Nintendo Entertainment System deluxe set and i'm talking mario donkey kong no duck hunt the zapper i was screaming losing my proverbial shit over that i i was like a happy motherfucking bastard now that was a friday i got that generally what i used to do was on fridays i'd go over to my friend's house who was like four flights up and we would just sit for hours we would just play his atari for hours you know get some popcorn so we would just play so I grab it, go in my back room, go into the room and start hooking it up. At that time, I knew I had a comp like a little computer thing I would play with, so I knew how to hook it up. And I'm just sitting there playing Super Mario Brothers all all evening, and my friend came by because he didn't know that I had gotten it, and he was wondering what had happened to me. And I was like, "No, I'm not coming up to play Atari." He's like, "Well, why not?" I'm like, "Yo, I got Nintendo, son." And and he, <laughs> he came, and I brought him in. We were just sitting there playing Super Mario Brothers all night till his mom uh, called downstairs and told him to bring his ass home. All right, so cool. So a week later, there's a knock at my door. Here he go walking by with a giant bag from Nobody Beats the Wiz. And if you know that, congratulations. And in that giant bag was his Nintendo sticking out. I was like, okay, all right. Now, as for worst Christmas gift, <laughs> I love telling this story because... Because nobody believes it. That too. And no one can ever be this cheap. Yes, people can be this cheap. Now, one thing about gifts... 
I like to be practical with my gifts. Something that you'd appreciate and enjoy, but you're able to use it on a semi-regular basis or have it out like, you know, this is something cool that I got. Now, I believe this is with my old roommate. Um, and I believe that yeah, I got them some good gifts. I got my one roommate this, um, a a chair massager, you know, put on his chair, you know, I got that on clearance from work for like 20 bucks. So I was like, he'd like that. That would be cool. I got his now wife. Um, I actually don't remember what I got her probably because I don't really like her because of her condescending attitude. So fine, whatever, you know, Hey, I actually think it was like concert tickets or something, something like that. It was to an event. Possibly so. Something cool, you know. So, we did a gift exchange. I don't know. I don't remember what, what, what my other roommate got me. It was probably something cool I'd enjoy. Oh, wait. He got me a gift card to um, GameStop. That was cool. Now, when, you, when you're working, when you have a regular 9 to 5 job, there are two things you generally will do. You will either bring... Food from home, whether it's a lunch you made or leftovers, or you'll go out and buy your lunch. And I, at the time, when I was working, Staples, people knew. I went to Subway every day, which is why it was cool when we did, like, uh, Secret Santas. I get $20 gift cards to Subway. I was like, I appreciate it. I guess we're also going to use it. So, my roommate, she hands me her gift, my gift. And she's like, uh, Merry Christmas. And she says it's practical. And I open it up. It was a plastic sandwich container. Oh. I, I think there was only enough to, to fit like maybe two sandwiches or nothing else. But it was a plastic sandwich container. Still in the plastic, and I believe the price sticker was still on there. Oh, God, that's even worse. Wow. And I want you to know, for a solid year, I bitched about that gift. About how can someone be so fucking cheap? I was, I think I made a post, I don't remember if it was Facebook or Live Journal or whatever, saying I'm going to toss this shit. One of my friends like, I will take it off your hands. And I so I gave it to her. Hmm. I mean are... Yeah, and it was one of those small ass square ones. So if you didn't have, you know, the Perfectly square, square white, white bread, bread. Yeah, if you mm -hmm. didn't have that and you were actually using, you know, like a decent bread, you wouldn't be able to use it either. Basically. So it's like uh So Best, that was my best gift and worst gift. And I love telling that story because it just proves to you, you don't realize how cheap some people can be. That, that's, that ranks up there. Mm-hmm. I got one, though. Go for it. How about a bag of pancake mix from Costco that was expired? What? what the fuck? <laughs> I, I I think we yep. have, I think we have a new a new a new winner here. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the gift from, and probably not surprising, the ex-mother-in-law. Mm. But One John, year. but John, how expired was it? How expired? It had friends. Oh! That came with. Ew. Ew. Okay, never mind, never oh. mind. That's, oh. Ew. that's the horror part of the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was, a, that was memorable. Now, yeah, now, now, I would say so. Anson mm, mm. Mark says in our chat room at live.blognetwork.com, and I quote, what the shit? What in the actual shit? John, yeah. I, 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 I gotta ask you. Mm. Has your ex-mother-in-law ever liked you? Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, no. That that was very stereotypical. I'll put it that way. Ow. I feel you on that. My uh, my ex mother in law also wasn't the most fond of me either. At times she liked me, but other times no. <laughs> stereotypical. How stereotypical are we talking here, though? That you can say without getting your ass handed to you. Ah. <sighs> Well, I'll I'll say that probably the only thing that I did that that passed muster was uh, bring about grandchildren. Uh, that that was about it. Did she yeah. say she wanted grandchildren and and expect you to you know churn out a certain number? Mm, I don't know that we ever had conversations to that effect or that deep. Ari, <laughs> well, Ari, Ari, just just the, the way that you talked about it and described. She sounds like the kind of person who would have a grandkid quota. <laughs> Ari, regardless of the quota or not, I mean, once you're married, your family and in-laws expect you to churn out grandbabies, okay? You don't have to be married for that shit. That's incorrect, actually, in my defense. Um, okay. Our families were like, please do not have grandchildren. Have puppies instead. <laughs> My mother's been asking where her grandbabies are since I was 18. Well, now. So you pretty much have tuned it out completely. No, Basically. She, no, she Anytime can't. she says that now, I point to the cats. There you go. <laughs> right answer. <laughs> no, ding, 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 ding. Number one answer. And Auntie Mark asks, wait, was she the ex-mother-in-law at the time? Because if so, you should have dumped that shit on her head. <laughs> No, no, no. Woo. Pardon me. It's like where it's like in an anime where someone hands you you can't you hate and you're just you're just gritting your teeth and you're just faking a smile going, Thanks. Mm-hmm. I will greatly yeah. appreciate it, you know. Yeah, I mean I've gotten bad gifts, but they're from like old people that don't know me, so just buy something and give it to you. Mm-hmm. I've never gotten expired food before. Good yeah, God. mostly if it's been like a, an eh kind of gift. It's been like a white elephant or like a gift exchange where it's like, meh, you know, I could use this for, for a craft or something, but it's not really something I wanted. No, like my mother's ex, her mother, when we would exchange gifts, always got me, you know, like, and, and I mean, granted, she's in her 80s with dementia, I would get like figurines of birds. Um, me and my mother would usually get the same thing. 
So, I mean, I, I, I understand she's old and has dementia, but birds. Mm. Birds. Not yeah, not not that I got anything better from, you know, the portion of that family that actually had money and had all of their uh, psychological facilities intact either. But yeah, figures of birds. You know what? I got nothing. I think we should move along. Okie dokie. <laughs> Last call for bad stories because the Skype line is open. Well, I'd say what my best Christmas gift was, but then Ranma would get a swelled head, and we don't need that right now. Sure we do, but... No, we don't. But I will let that slide for now. Yeah, I, I do have to say that Ranma is really good at gift giving. I, 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 I do try, so... I, I do try. But yeah, if you want to mention your favorite gift or even your worst gift, give us a call on our Skype line yes. at Anime Jam Session. Just like Ichido said, our Skype line is open. We're going to pull up Strange News from Japan. So if you want to tell us about your best or worst gift, a quick shout out your 2017 game or anime. If you want to ask us a random question or something, be our guest, please. Be our guest. Be our guest. I'm sorry. Or if you want to say. Birds the word. Bird, bird, bird. Bird the word. Wild Spice. So it begins. Ichigo, I promise you, Wild Spice, I will slap the rest of the black off you and knock it right on the Ichigo, and I will slap that blackness off of her. Don't test me. I enjoy large hats and church and fried chicken. I'm cool with this. Speaking mm, of fried chicken, oh god, damn you! What? You want to take that uh, Japan news? Uh, uh, uh. You know what? You can you can go fuck yourself, okay? okay. I'll take oh, the Japan you. news if he's too good for it. Oh, excuse you! <laughs> Woo! Burn! Sorry, I'm a little salty or sloshed. I don't know. One of those two. Little of both, I think. Yes, yes, a little of both. Look here, look here, little Miss. Oh, I have a kitty. Look here, little Miss Sassy White Girl. I ain't the one. Don't make me Z snap you, because I will Z snap. (laughs) I will. Thank you, Ari. I saving. I saving burp. There you go. I I rolled a quit twenty. Crit twenty. Here we go. I I will hop a mega bus down. Knock on your door and poke your eyes out and go back home. Don't fuck with me. Well, I'd hope you at least stay for holiday cookies. I'm going to take the cookies and run. Go on, take the the cookies and run. (laughs) We'll keep Wild Spice. She's good. Yay! Uh, That's one good thing that came out of my loins. I don't even even know anymore. I think she takes too much from her mother. Before anybody continues, before we continue, just just so you know, I don't have any kids. Me and Wild Spice go ways back. It's a running joke. Circa 2003. Yes. One year, I cosplayed Barrett from Final Fantasy VII, and she cosplayed Marlene. And from that point on... Oh, no. And I believe... 
another year she cosplayed Diana. At that time, yes. I didn't get into Artemis, but from that point on, I have adopted her as my other as my other child. So now, now you know the story. So relax. The power of friendship. <laughs> A strange power of friendship that is. So Ari, refresh the page and right, I found them. There you go. You have them stuck in your head, don't you? I do. Can we do footage of us actually running around to the music? That would be great. <laughs> we need to tape it at a con. Rana, get on that. Yeah. I will put it in the request queue. Woo! Seriously though, when it came on at the Zenkai Con, um, the dance, ha 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 ha. Oh, that like, was that was hilarious. Oh, yeah, we're like, man. oh, it's strange news from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone started running around, and then this guy on Zenkai Con staff yelled at everybody to stop running. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the. I, I saw the best application of that of that uh, song a couple days ago. It was playing over the legendary butt fumble play, mm. and it was glorious. Well then, who wants to step up and take the first story? I'll do it. Oh boy! You copied them over, right? Yes, I did. I'm actually in the episode outlines. Um, refresh the page because uh, it's there. I want to take the second one. Um, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> I see it. See, there you go. Somebody sees it. Well... I don't see it, so I'm actually going to go onto the article list. That's where I'm at. I was just at the article list. Mm. Yeah. Okie dokie. If this will actually pop up. Come on. Pop up. Okie dokie. Loki. So, yeah. So it seems that um, a train got stuck in between stations because of an accident. Um, they don't know whether it was intentional to, uh, you know, the, basically a, a person got pushed onto the track and they don't know if it was intentional or not, but, you know, things like that happen a lot in Japan and unfortunately it causes, uh, horrible, horrible train delays. Whoa. So this one was delayed for, uh, let's see, over an hour. And because of that, uh, the firefighters came onto the train and set up a temporary bathroom in the middle of one of the carriages. Go those people. Well, That's awesome. Oh boy. Certainly beats standing like in a an area and just whipping it out and just arcing it high, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, the fact that this train is stuck and firefighters can get on, but they won't allow people to actually get off and 
you know, just walk to the next station. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase November. So this thing looks like a solitary pop-up tent. Um, so it, it, it's just like cloth. So when you're going, everybody's hearing you go. Mm. Oh boy. And, yeah, and it doesn't show a picture of what's actually inside of this little pop-up tent. Thankfully. Bless. Yeah, um, yeah. but I'm, ki- I'm kind of wondering uh, uh, what is inside of it. I think it was one of the uh, blue-collar comedy guys who said, I believe the only thing worse than having diarrhea is trying to have it quietly in a public bathroom. Yeah. Oh god, I have a story about that actually. Oh god. Not, it didn't happen. Oh happen. well, that was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, TL, TLDR, I felt bad. I was working at Kohl's at the time and this older lady, she didn't make it to the bathroom, so there was a trail into the bathroom. Oh. Yeah, I helped, that, that, I helped clean it up cuz no one else was volunteering, so That actually happens quite often at the Target yeah. that I used to work for. Bad flashbacks, mm. Mako Chan. Hmm? Does, it, does that bring you war flashbacks, Marco Chan? Not really, because um, the good thing about Target is that only the managers and higher ups are trained in that kind of waste removal. So, because of that, Target doesn't allow anybody that's not trained in that to clean it up. Ooh. Yeah, so. They would just section off because I worked in the fitting rooms, and unfortunately, in the area that I'm in, the fitting rooms were quite frequently used as bathrooms. Wow! Yeah, you just so had to would, say that when I was taking a drink, huh? Yeah, so uh, we would actually end up um, just blocking off that particular fitting room. Yeah, fun times, the joys of retail. <laughs> Yeah, my mom even said, like, her working at Sears, sometimes people like to use the dressing rooms as a bathroom. Yeah, I I don't get it. I don't understand. Um, But I've seen worse horror stories than the ones that I witnessed, like, actually working there. Have you caught anyone fucking in the dressing rooms? Um, No. But the area I live in, um, the women are supposed to act and dress a certain way. Mm. So when they are alone and shopping together and uh, in a fitting room that they believe no guys can go into, and I don't know why they think that, uh, they'll actually go in there and take pictures in the skimpiest fucking clothing you can even imagine just so that they can giggle at themselves dressed in the clothing that they can't actually wear. Two-piece bathing suits, you know, nighties, things like that. So we'd end up, you know, with five or six of them in a fitting room taking pictures of themselves. Not buying anything, just taking pictures of themselves. Um, what the fuck is wrong with people? Uh... 
this is what happens when certain religions are very, very restrictive in what you can and cannot wear. At this point, I'm going to pour myself a drink and not say anything to incriminalize to criminalize myself. Mm-hmm. Well, um, whiskey or rum? Moving on, and rum, please. Okay, I'd like another rum, please. Um, we're gonna move on to something that's a little less risque and more kawaii. With a Japanese-style Snoopy art exhibit that celebrates 50 years of peanuts in Japan, which is selling samurai merchandise. Who does? Yeah, I, I really, really kind of want it. <laughs> the traveling exhibit is going on now, as the world's most famous beagle, Snoopy, is well known and much loved in Japan as well as the U.S. Last year, the Snoopy Museum opened in Tokyo's trendy Roppongi neighborhood, and as 2017 comes to a close, there's another celebration planned for the Peanuts franchise in Japan. 2018 is being billed as Peanuts' 50th anniversary in Japan, ostensibly words and drinking do not mix, counting from when the comic, which began its English circulation in 1950, was first published in Japan to celebrate. An art exhibit called Arigato-sai, or Japanese for Thank You Festival, is taking place. It's not just the event's name that has a Japanese flair to it. Dominating the floor space will be Yangura, a tower that serves as the central location in traditional Japanese festivals, modeled after Snoopy's iconic you guessed it, doghouse. With the character sitting on the roof dressed as in his flying ace outfit. Best Snoopy. Spe- special Japanese-style paper lantern shows Snoopy flying past Mount Fuji with a rising sun behind its peak. Surrounding the Yagura will be art panels for memorable scenes chosen by fan survey and also displays of vintage peanuts memorabilia. For those who aren't satisfied, just looking at merch... There will also be a gift shop selling limited edition trinkets, including plastic files, showing Snoopy and his pals hanging out in the feudal Edo period. And of course, since this is Japan, there's also gift snacks with stylish packaging. Including things like popcorn and stuff like that. The Peanuts 50th year in Japanese Arigato-sai is already underway at the Osaka Shinsabashi branch of the department store Daimaru and runs until December 29th, after which it moves to the Omaya branch of the Sogo department chain in Saitama Prefecture, the currently scheduled stop closest to Tokyo, from January 1st to 9th. More event information can be found um, with the venue and there are websites also the admission is free so if you're in tokyo during this time go enjoy some snoopy awesomeness so to anyone who speaks japanese uh what's the best way to say you blockhead in japanese baka yeah some baka (laughs) derivative thereof (laughs) Fair enough. I guess it's my turn now, huh? Yes. Mako-chan? Yes. Fuck you. No, thank you. Huh. Okay. At, at, we, at least once a month, at least, 
we talk about KFC on Strange News for Japan. How the, the Japanese <laughs> obsession with KFC. I'm a black man who grew up on this, and I don't have this exception with it because honestly, halal chicken is so much better than this piece of shit. But yeah, but this yeah, is Japan, and Japan for some reason has an obsession with KFC during Christmas. Mm-hmm. They think it's what you're supposed to eat instead of you know fucking turkey. Then again, I, I can't eat turkey anymore, so I'd much rather have fucking KFC, so which reminds, that's just me. Which reminds me, after we do the strange news, before we do the final break, I, I stumbled upon a particular track I have to play with y'all, play for y'all. And I didn't realize I've had this track for years until I actually looked at the title name. But, it seems that KFC has a variety of fried chicken that leaves off a, a, like a, like a very mild, low scent so that you don't bother people on the train. Now, if you're like me, you take the subway on a regular basis. And you can smell particular foods on the train. And for the most part, that shit doesn't bother you unless you're hungry as fuck and you're just like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Get off and go get food. Yeah, but but you're on your way home or you're on your way to work, so... Get off and go get food. You want to do that shit, you know. Now, like I said, we told you how popular KFC is in Japan. So, it seems that KFC has a new type of fried chicken that has a repressed scent. So when you order your takeout, it doesn't bother people when you're going home on the train. And they're calling it fried chicken home type. And it's only available at a KFC station... In Shin, at a Shinjuku subway station in downtown Tokyo. That's a dedicated spot for this. And they sell sides and other stuff too. And of course, you can get a two-piece for 500 yen, which is 450. Here, that translates to seven dollars, but you know. Nah, it depends on where you are. That too. But what they call, they say that the home type cooking method locks in the flavor and the aroma, and true to its word. It it does that. When you, according to the article, if you hold the container with the chicken on it and you smell the container, it, you can't even detect the whiff of fried chicken. Between you and me, if you can smell it through the container like good weed, you know it's good shit. Yeah, I, I think, you know, eating food and tasting food is just as much about scent as it is about flavor. Yep. So I want to know all the senses played with. Yeah, I want to know what the hell they're doing to this thing to cut down on the scent because that means that they're cutting down on the flavor. But here's the thing, though: you put it in the microwave for two minutes and you open the door. The familiar scent just permeates the location. So basically, they're giving you cold chicken. Probably. But if you want to try some of this, you can only have it temp- until the end of the year. So you have 12 days to hit up that Shinjuku station for it. Yeah. Just what I want. Cold, fresh chicken. Maybe. Yeah, that, really that shit doesn't taste good reheated. Maybe it's not really cold. I don't know. 
they got to do something to it so that it doesn't smell. So it's either cold or they're not, you know, frying it in delicious oils. Because you know it's all about delicious oils. Mm -hmm. All right. Which one of our friends will take the last story of the night? Um, do you want me to? Did you go already? No. Go for it. <clears throat> a bullet train makes a departure but mistakenly leaves 200 passengers behind on the platform. The trains in Japan are often Ooh. praised for their punctuality, and while they are extremely reliable overall, that doesn't mean service is always free from delays or mishaps. Technical difficulties and accidents happen, and trains are still run by humans after all, and we're all prone to making mistakes. Some mistakes, like departing 20 seconds before schedule, having negligible repercussions, that was still warranted an apology, but departing with a completely empty train while nearly 200 passengers are left behind on the platform, such a gap has more immediate consequences for all involved. The situation in question happened on December 13th after a Tokyo-bound bullet train departing from Nagoya Station pulled up to the platform. At approximately 8.30 a.m., the train made its departure, leaving 200 or so confused passengers behind. <clears throat> Lucky station, Luckily, station personnel soon noticed a mistake and hit the emergency button on the platform, causing the already departed bullet train to make an emergency stop. The issue was quickly rectified. The train backed up 20 meters, approximately 22 yards, to the platform to let the passengers aboard before departing again. And I guarantee you, if this had happened in New York, the people would be chasing the train down and trying to tip it over and push it off the tracks. Actually, what would have happened is what everyone got onto the next train screaming and bitching at motherfuckers, and some people probably would have lost their seats. I mean, you've been picked up and tossed out of your seat. That too. Also, while bitching about how overpaid and completely incompetent the NTA are. <laughs> I have just p finished off the rest of my uh, case of beer. How many was in that case? Just six. Oh, okay. Oh, another funny story about that. When I was, you know, coming up to pay for it, of, of all the little, like, kitsch they have at the uh, registers... There are these like anthropomorphic, like not a, like cartoonish looking uh, sperm cells, uh, like with like a little, like a little squiggly tube with some kind of white liquid inside. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait! It gets worse. And some woman was coming in with her like small child. It looked like she was like seven or eight years old. And I only caught the tail end of the conversation, but I heard the woman say, "No, sweetie, that's not a tadpole." Um. Okay. I don't know why that that liquor store was spelling cartoon sperm cells filled with booze, but I want to say I think we've actually spoken about something like that before. Um. That pardon me. Good reaction to that. Yeah. I got it. That's all I gotta say is I got it.
Now, before we take our final break of the night and wrap up for the year, for those of you who don't know, I when it comes to the holidays, I love my remixes. I love my anime Christmas songs. I will search various sites for anime Christmas songs, J-pop Christmas songs, and albums, and so forth. Because, to me, it's different. I've heard all the domestic stuff. I want to hear some of the Christmas songs I grew up in in different languages. I kind of want to hear techno, more techno remixes and stuff. So, that's what I like. So, years, I think it was a couple of years ago, I came across this album called Fantastic Christmas. Now, it's what it is is just a best of album of Japanese artists singing American Christmas songs in Japanese, Japanese Christmas songs, and original work. Now, I never paid mind to the titles of the songs, because most of them I knew by hearing it. But over the last year or so, we talk a lot about KFC and how popular it is in Japan. Evidently, KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, is so popular that when they do the, the Japanese commercials for the holidays, there is a song that goes to it. And generally, when you watch commercials on TV, there's jingles and stuff like that. But this album has the full two-minute version of the Christmas song used for the KFC commercials. And I did not realize this till about two days ago. And I'm just kind of at a loss for words. I have to say, the song is pretty good, though. I don't know why. It reminds me a little bit of, like, Katamari Damasi. True. And that's the name of the song. Kentucky Fried Chicken Christmas Song. Christmas Song. That's the name of the friggin' track. My God. And as Dungeon Buster say in our chat room at live.bugnetwork.com, Microwave activated scent nanites in regards to our KFC article. And I think we just broke on send mark. To that, I have to say, I'm sorry. No, no really. You're not. I, no, I am. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> now he's playing fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> Gosh, if Christmas stresses you out, just go to an all send. Well, oh. oh! See, you gotta understand. Remember Demolition Man? In that timeline, well, they listened to jingles on the radio. So this is not too oh. far fetched. Also, every right. restaurant has a Taco Bell. So what? Every restaurant that's in that continuity is a Taco Bell. Oh right. Yeah, because we're all going to go to get a taco at 2 o'clock in the morning from all that drinking. What drinking? They don't drink in that... I just meant in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm go down to the corner store and get myself some real tacos. 
I wish I could do the same, but the 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 Chino Latino place around here closes at ten. Mm -mm, this place is open twenty four hours. The grill is open twenty four hours. <laughs> I know of a twenty four hour joint, but I'm not going all the way into Manhattan for it. I won't. I won't do that. But anyway, we're gonna take our last our last break of the night. So <laughs> yeah. Last call for the Skype line and no answer. So you know what? Fuck the Skype line. Last songs. We're getting the hell up on out of here. So we'll be back. Sent the night wind to the little man. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky. Ooh. 
Okay. Before we wrap shit up, I gotta get something off my chest, and I totally forgot about it. I saw it on Twitter, and I wanted to bring it up to Wild Spice, but she had to bounce because she has an early work shift. I want to know what the fuck is up with William Shatner and Love Live. Hold on, what? Yes, somebody asked him who is his favorite Love Live character, and he said it was Umi. Um. Okay. Because we all know best love life girl out of out of Muse is Nozomi. We we all know this. And then somebody came you up and, and replied back. Um, you spelled Maki wrong. And he responded with, "I know how to spell Maki. If I wanted someone stubborn, I choose her or Nico." God damn, that's fucking brutal. But, Goes to show you, celebrity as much as weeaboo as we are. But here's the yep. trolling part. Mm-hmm. Someone asked him who's his favorite sunshine idol, and he responded with Ellie. I'm done. <laughs> I'm fucking done. Whether that was him tweeting it or his entourage, still. Still. And his aunt and Mark says, y'all spell Frasier wrong. I'm sorry, um, we don't discuss Macross here. We, we don't talk about low-tier idols here. Sorry, dude. That's right, I said low-tier. And he knows where to find me at Otakon, and we'll just fight this shit out in a game of Street Fighter or something. And knowing the way I play, he'll probably end up kicking my ass anyway, so... I do want to say thank you to everybody who listened to our show tonight and who will be listening to the show in the future. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that too. (laughs) So, if you like what you Oh, fuck. He responds with AKB0048. Well, yeah, that is is trash. That is low-tier trash idol anime anyway. So, anywho... If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the love of it and the amount of booze that we have in our fridge. Or in our case, freezers or where we like to store. How much? Not enough. Yes. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to hear from you. We here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post cosplay tutorials, anime reviews, cosplay reviews, links to our videos, photos, editorials, and our weekly podcast. So definitely check out our site at AnimeJamSession.com for that. But also, you can find our podcast on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and the VOD Network forums. Find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV, where we play all of our, uh, where we upload all of our convention videos. Swing by and check them out. Uh, let's see what else do we have here. Uh, Twitter, twitter.com slash session. Follow us here for updates on our podcast, our website, and other information to be in the know. 
Facebook, facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I want to say to everybody who follows us on our social media pages, thank you so much for following us, listening to us, and supporting us. We couldn't do this show without y'all. And as long as you continue to like the show, we will give you um, more stuff back. Now, before we continue to tell you about some of the other cool shows on Vogue Network, John, where can our listeners mm. find Critical Myth? Well, obviously, you can find us on the Vogue Network. Uh, we are on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, most weeks anyway. Um, we are also on Twitter at Critical Myth, Facebook. You can just look up Critical Myth. Uh, we usually uh, post on the Facebook page anyway. A lot of the articles that we wind up talking about or referencing in our show. Um, yeah, and other than that, we also write some TV reviews and even movie reviews that go up on the Vogue Network site. So if you want to hear what our opinions are on things like The Last Jedi or even shows like The Walking Dead or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or the uh, DCW shows that are pretty popular uh, or Star Trek Discovery for that matter, you can go over to VogueNetwork.com and we're usually right there on the front page. Sounds like a plan. Alright, so speaking of Vogue Network, here are some of the other shows on the network you should definitely check out. You might find something that piqued your your nerd geek interest. The Summer Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lodge Radio, and of course Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, Game Bully, and Hooked on Bond. Now we're gonna go around the room, last words. Ari. Uh, I don't want to have to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I feel you. Baco? I'm exhausted and can't wait to sleep in tomorrow. Ichigo? I have to get ready for work tomorrow, so good night, y'all. John? Good night, everyone. My last words is, yeah, a gift for one of my voice acting friends came, so now i got to quickly uh, wrap it and make, meet up with her probably between now and next week to give it to her. So that's it. End of list. Uh, we will be back next year, or in this case, in four weeks. Brand new episode, January 16th, 2018. Join us as we kind of look back at articles you have missed over the last five weeks. So... We'll give you the important information. And also, before I continue, um, if you've listened to the show for like the last two, three years, um, especially since we've been going live, I just want to give a special shout out to our intro, Michelle Knotts, who has done the intro for our podcast and our ending. I am greatly appreciative of her helping us out with that so just want to say thank you you are awesome we, and you know you kind of get the show going for us so i can't think of anything else to say besides uh thank you so that is it end of list i'm ranma i'm mari i'm mako-chan i'm ichigo i'm john great night Great fight. See you next week. Or Thank this you, case, fuck you. Next Bye. year. <laughs> Sayonara for this year. See you next year.
Okay, okay. I, I, I know this is long overdue, so... Say goodnight, Mako-chan! Goodnight, Mako-chan! You sure this time? No. Okay. Never. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. That's it. We're done. We're getting out of here. Goodnight, y'all. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VODNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane!